Hello, listener, and welcome back to Serendipity City. This week, we're catching back up with Vex and Charlie on their quest to sabotage Baldwin, Feltz, and Co., the corporate military. We catch up with them after they've infiltrated the building and made it to the executive floor, but Vex was just spotted digging through the secretary's appointment book. Also, as a heads up, there's some gun violence in this episode. There are specific timestamps and content warnings in the show notes. Now that all of that's out of the way, let's jump into it. So this receptionist secretary dude walks around the corner carrying the cocktails that y'all had. I asked think they for. prefer office manager. This administrative worker <laughs> comes around the corner carrying the cocktails that y'all had asked for and sees you messing in his agenda for the day and says, "What are you doing?" Oh, it says right here, Villemont party of four. <sighs> Get it? Because like I'm like a. a ho- <laughs> It's like a, she's joking about a restaurant. She's making a making, restaurant I joke. Was, I, was, I was making a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. Right. But why were you looking at my date book? What, what company did you say you were with again? I was setting up the joke. Like, Diamond, we were, I was literally sitting here waiting for you to get back so I Diamonds could be like. Diamonds Deluxe. Yeah. Diamonds Deluxe. Don't think about it too much. <laughs> Do you tell him not to think about it too much? I tell everybody that <laughs> all the time. You know, thinking has really been the downfall of our society. Don't think about uh, it too much, too much, too much. So there's one guy who's looking back and forth between the two of you and says, um, I think I'm just going to call um, Feltz. Was it Feltz that you had the appointment with? And double check that uh, that this is actually on. If you will, if you'll excuse me, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna check and make sure that you're on his agenda as well as I mine. want to roll to zap him now. <laughs> okay. Just, you know, I have a glove with a zap. Okay. Can zap I- that dude. Zap, zap that, that dude. <laughs> zap that ass. Zap that ass. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, this is going to be a roll with blood when you use violence. <laughs> you open a, up a vein. An armed force to seize control of an objective. I hate my life. Negative one blood. Oh, no. Ooh, that doesn't look good. I only see one of the dice, though. Thick. So I rolled three, so negative one is dose. That's two oh. for you, not Spanish speakers. <laughs> Dude, we're fucked. So... God. Oh, wait, I'm going to, oh, can I cast something? Yes, you can cast something. I'm going to cast Memory Wipe. Okay. Do you have to roll for this, or I, is this just? I expend one of my hold, which I don't remember how many I left over. Do I have holds? Like, why does my character just, like, suck? Refill. So it's it's just because her character is a magic user. Also, Three. I'm working on the revised tack that we're going to use for season two. And if it'll make you feel any better, next season, Vex is going to have to roll for every time she uses magic. So... Okay, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, so I have to use one of my hold. Okay, so we he did still fail the roll, so we're going to resolve that, which is that you pull out you pull out the glove, and he like sees this and just does some weird little like dart under your outstretched arm or something. Manages to get to his desk, pick up the phone, dial a couple of numbers, and like hit another button that y'all don't see before Vex, what does it look like when you use memory wipe on him? Um, I grab his face in both of my hands and I jiggle it. And I say, you will not remember this. 
And it's really jiggly. It makes like the sound. Are you sound- sure it's not like, forget your shit? <laughs> no. Okay, just checking. <laughs> no, his face. Like, I like that too, though. The whole point of it is it has to like jiggle to where you can hear like the sound where it's like. Okay. I'm glad that we've got this quality Foley work going on. Um, So you do that. And how much of his memory are you erasing? I can erase up to an hour. I want to erase up into, up till he walked in the room. So like my ideal is that he was like, huh, I forgot why I came in here. Like what happens all the time to everybody. Okay. So that's my plan. Hopefully. In the process, he drops the phone. I'm assuming, like, I'm thinking that he probably, like, dropped the cocktails as well. So there's, like, a little bit of disarray going on. But he has forgotten what's happened and is now standing probably uncomfortably close to at least you and maybe Charles and is very confused. It's like, I'm I'm sorry. Um, can I help Are you? Are you okay? Hey, man. That was really weird. What? what you yeah. like just like went all blank and started like shaking. Are you okay? You should sit down. Are, do you need some water? Do you want something to drink? Gosh. Um, you know I do feel a little lightheaded. I guess. I guess. Yeah. If you don't, um, maybe I'll just I'll just have a seat for a moment. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go get you some water and then I just start walking in the direction that he walked when he went to get us drinks. Yeah, because that's where the drinks are. Okay. Nice. So are you going to follow Charles? Am I gonna? Why? Why would I follow? I don't know. Why would you stay behind? <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll just, I'm not coming back. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, I'll just go with you. I guess. Who's got the bomb? Where's the bomb? You have the bomb. All right, let's go. I thought you said bong, and I was like, did this? People what? say that all the time. <laughs> Make what bongs, Who's not bombs. Who's got the bomb? So you leave this. Poor man, sitting in this chair, looking around extremely confusedly, and as you walk off to get him, supposedly to get him some water, I'm doing air quotes, he's um, looking at the dropped phone, he like kind of like puts his ear to the phone, he hears a dial tone, he sets the phone down, and he's like looking around, extremely confused. You walk off down the hall. Are you looking for anything in particular down this hall? I'm looking for the room that we're trying to get to. Okay. Did you have, did you... Decide to target one particular person. I guess this is like the executive floor where they're all at. Yeah, so. we just wanted to get it. I mean, I don't know what the layout is as far as like where their offices are, but like at least in one of the offices, but like hopefully like close to both so we can blow them both up. Okay. You walk down the hall. There's like, there's a little kitchenette area like on your right. Um, you can see that there's like a, a bar there. There's a little bar cart. There's um, what is for the time, what is for your standards, a very nice fridge. A mini um, fridge. A mini fridge, yeah. To go with the mini bar. <laughs> mini bar cart. So are you okay? I'm fine. I'm great. <laughs> and then there's just like, a, so that's on the left. And then after that is like one office that is smaller. And then the label on it is like senior VP. And then like as you're walking down the hall, so there's like senior VP, there's COO, there's like probably like partner, and as you like continue to walk down there, you find like the two offices of Baldwin and Feltz. Are they there like next to each other? Yes, they're like next to each other at the end of the hall. Actually, they're on opposite sides of the hall because they're like you know massive offices with like a view of downtown and like floor to ceiling windows. And okay. Blah blah blah. Okay, we got to pick left or right. I don't know. Like this is a bomb. Hurry up. Quick one. Put left. Left. Okay, we go in the left one. Okay. You go in the left one. That is Baldwin's office. Large office, floor-to-ceiling windows. Massive, like, 
mahogany desk with paperweights on it that are very expensive. Probably also like some I take extremely them. expensive. Good. I would expect nothing less. Um, probably also some extremely expensive like pins and inkwells. Take those too. Um, like a four by six foot portrait on the wall of like Grandpa Baldwin. And- Until then I thought we were like at a sharper image, you know? <laughs> I don't think I can take that. I don't know what a wait. What's a sharper image? Doesn't matter. The store that has all the like gadgets, like oh. massage chairs, and exactly. And we like, don't have those. Like a briefcase that unfolds unfolds into a. We wouldn't have a space steamer. Pen. Huh? A fancy quill, not a space pen. Well, yeah, uh, it's a, a fancy, fancy space quill that quill. writes upside down. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> the there space you, quill. There you go. You can write upside down with getting without getting ink in your eye. That's all you need to be in space, apparently. Large oil painting. So Vex ransacks the desk. You walk in. Is there aside from like stealing all of the obvious valuables? What do you do? Does Charles say that he's looking for a bathroom? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, do we see like a door? Yeah, I'm looking for a bathroom. Yeah, there's a door on. So like two of the walls. This is a corner office. So two of the walls are the windows. And then the, there's the door to the hallway and then like another door to like a private bathroom ensuite. Um, All right. And. Hey, Charlie. Yeah. I don't got to take a shit. Ooh, big well, surprise. Let's go. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, so bathroom. Here's what I want to do with the bathroom. In case everyone's wondering why Charlie needs a bathroom. I know that bathrooms generally have locks from the inside to keep Unsuspecting people from walking in on other people doing their business, right? Do I need to say more? What I want to do is I want to take our bomb, set it up in a bathroom, lock the door, and close it, right? So that it gets locked in the bathroom, and basically nobody without a key can get to it. That's... I mean, they are paramilitary, so they may knock the door down, but like, I feel like maybe that won't be their first thing they want to do. I also wonder, are the ceiling, are they like tiles that we can push up? Or is it like a flat ceiling? It's, um, I feel like it's fancier than tiles that you can push up. I don't know what that would be because I don't spend a lot of time in like super nice offices, but I feel like I've been in, yeah. There's like the, there's like the metal ceiling tiles. Yeah. Yeah. Like back in the day, but those don't come up. Probably something like that. So I can't, I can't hide it in there. Yeah. Um, Is there, I mean, you can, this bathroom does like, it has a lock from the inside. So if you want to like leave it. Yeah. Um, okay. Because Mr. Baldwin Feltz and Mr. Co. do not want people walking in on them while they're pooping. That's yep. just not a thing. That's it's true. When you're an executive, that's a right that you have. The rest of us plebes, on the other hand. That's right. You might get walked on. You work in the mailroom. Good luck. Someone's <laughs> going to see you shit in the course of your day. It's not a good look. It really is like the like social status is really inherent in the fact that people that don't have means have no locks on their back. Absolutely. (laughs) This is an inherent and universal truth. Don't at me saying you have a lock on your bathroom. It's a placebo. It's true. It doesn't work. You just think it do. Look. (laughs) Sometimes you think it be, but it don't be like that. It don't be like it is. Like you think it do. Okay. Well, let's put the bomb on the toilet because I think the hilarity of blowing up a toilet is... Just too much to pass up. No, I'm into it, man. It's like destroy the throne. I want to just grab onto Charlie. Oh, we need to set the timer. How much are we going to set the timer for? I think we need at least five minutes. Great. Do you have a teleporting on deck? I do. Rad. So five minutes. I'm Basically, it needs 10 cranks. That's how I built it. One crank, two cranks, three (laughs) cranks, 10. Okay. So as soon as you hit 10 cranks, you hear someone in the room with you. 
And you turn around and there is someone standing there with a gun pointing at both of you. What do you do? Well, that's fucked up. I'm going to... I only have two hold left. Right. No, no, no. I think I might roll for expert marksman because Mr. Chappelle have a gun. Mm-hmm. Now he does. I'm going to roll for it. I'm gonna, I might try to shoot But this not mark. a goddamn crossbow. That would have been so much easier. If you so got much easier. But hey... I forgot that we had a whole detour for the crossbow until I was editing the last episode. I'm going like, oh, to right. shoot That's again. That was kind of strange because it was like, and then we go here, and then we go there, and then we go here, and then we go there. Shooting a guy. Is that, was that 2d6 plus uh, for expert marksman? It's probably you get to roll with mine, I'm assuming, instead of blood. Nine. And I can nine, help him, nine. right? Seven. Uh, nine. Well, nine is, um, it's a partial success, right? How are you going to help Charlie? I'm going to like wave my arms in the air and go, hooka, booga, booga, booga. So they look at me while he's shooting them. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's a very, very specific, this, like danger response. That's very, that's very brave of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, yeah, roll plus links with Charles. 10, baby. 10 plus four. Okay. 14. Um, yes. So they take plus one forward, which means it's a success. Oh, that boy did. Boy, yeah. He shot him right in the face. This guy, you hear a noise, turns around. Someone is standing there pointing a gun at you. Vex starts making a noise, which makes him, like, look at her for a second. Charles pulls out his gun and shoots. But y'all shoot at the same time. So. Why? On a success? Yeah, this is a success. Y'all failed two rolls, like, five minutes ago. Yeah, but, that's, but this is this scenario. Yeah, so he gets to shoot the guy, but that doesn't mean that the guy does not also get to shoot you. Who you? Mm. You. Me. I get shot? Like, he's shooting at y'all. I'm going to have you roll again to see how well you do, but, like, he gets off a shot at you. You failed two rolls back to back, which means again, I get to make a move as hard as I want. I didn't know that's what it meant. Yeah. New to this world. Yeah, that's because I've been being too easy on y'all. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, in a totally different room. Uh, but it was... It caused things. He got right, to call fine. security. That's fine. So I'm dead. Wait, yeah. Who's getting shot at? What, what is, are what's we happening? rolling yeah. with? What's going on here? Before I make you all roll, I'm going to let, like, how, when someone is firing a gun at you, like, what are you do, going to do? Like, are you dodging out of the way? Are you pulling something in front of you? Like, are you running at him? Tell me how you're reacting so that I can so that I know what stat to have you roll with to see like how well you fare with him shooting at you. Are you speaking to me specifically? Both of you. I think my reaction would be to be like, whoa, and just like kind of like duck. Okay. Yeah. Like my, like my reaction is simply to make sure that my shot placement is effective on this person, right? So like my mind is simply on my gun. Okay. Is this person going to get another shot off? That's, I don't want that to happen. Even even the first, if I can get there fast enough. Okay. You know what I mean, Charles is rolling with mine, and Vex is rolling with blood. Ten. Six. Okay, you, Charles, managed to get out of the way. You get off a shot at him. It is not a lethal shot, but you do shoot the gun out of his hand. You, Vex, the bullet ricochets, and you get hit like in the shoulder. It's also not a lethal shot, but you are going to take one harm. Fucking shit, that hurts. And you hear the guy, the guy, uh, as a reaction to having the gun shot out of his hand, it does like a duck and roll behind one of the chairs in the room. And you hear him shout at you. And he's like, you know, this is going to be a lot easier if you guys just come with me. You don't have to put up a fight. 
So I'm like on the ground holding my my shoulder and I just like say, fuck you, dude. And then I just like slam the bathroom door shut. Because I imagine we're in the bathroom. He's outside the bathroom. Yes. Two gunshots just went off. I'm like, we got to get the fuck out of here. And I grab Charlie's hand and I say, boy, bye. And we teleport down. Okay. Where, how far down are you going? Did we just like, cause it's not uh, enough to get out of the building, right? It's not enough to get out of the building. Uh, we wanted to teleport into the armory. Okay. You teleport into the armory. So there's like the way this floor is set up is there's like a lobby and then like a checkout desk and then like the rooms with the weapons roll one D six and I'll tell you which room you land in one. Okay, so you ran, land in the room with the handguns. Hell yeah. There is like a door with a little window. Luckily, nobody is in there right now. You do start to hear some commotion outside. Um, somebody has pushed an alarm in the building and it's starting to sound building wide. So people are running around back and forth, which means that nobody is paying attention to you and you are in a room with a fuckload of guns. What are you going to do? Um, so I want to grab literally as many guns as I can. <laughs> How many, how many handguns are in there? Like hundreds. I love this image of Vex like walking into a corporate building and walking out with her arms just literally full of expensive pins, expensive paperweights, a vase, and a <laughs> bunch of guns, like juggling them all. Yeah, so I feel like I could probably fit one in each of my boots, right? Yeah, maybe not safe, but yes. Oh, it ain't safe. That's fine. <laughs> um, and then I've got two in my waist belt and another one. One in my hand. So five guns. Vex, do you have any more teleporting on deck? I have one more hold. Here's what I'd really like to do, though. Some alarm has gone off. There's an elevator. I need to jam that elevator door open on our floor so nobody can move from the floors that they're on, i.e. the people on the top floor. True. Right? Because we have five minutes on that timer. Yeah, I was going to use our last teleport to get us into the lobby and out. Right. But before we leave... The door, the elevator door, would be a nice last... How are we going to do that? Stick a handgun in the mechanism. (laughs) Use it as a doorstop. They're just chunks of metal. I mean, there's people on the floor. They'll see that. Well, we can make them take the stairs. Uh, Yeah, I mean... You know how we can make them take the stairs? Tell them there's a bomb on the top floor. You need to take the stairs. An alarm is going off. They're taking the stairs because that's safety protocol. (laughs) Okay, so we don't need to care about the elevator anyways. I guess we don't need to care about the elevators anyways. Here's my deal. is There's going to be a whole bunch of people running around looking for anybody that looks out of place. Our two options, I have one more hold left. So if we're trying to do something magical, either we can turn invisible and fuck with the elevator, or we can teleport to the lobby. What floor was the armory on? I think we said fourth floor, either the third or the fourth floor. And like the executive offices were on like, seven or eight i want to say we said yeah so what do you want to do oh well maybe we should just dip we got some guns i want to get delaney was her name delaney or laney uh the receptionist yeah delaney probably i guess i think so i think i was gonna say dolores and i went delaney (laughs) yeah let's go to the let's go get her she was nice that was she was she helped she was she was pretty too (laughs) all right um are you strapped Um, what are you doing yeah, I've got, I've got, you know, I've got guns in my waist all the way around. I've had to loosen my belt to do that. I'm literally t- writing five handguns down on my sheet, so I now have five handguns. Okay, that's fine. Wait, let me. Well, let's see. Let's just count. Let's like one, like <laughs> two, like three, 
four, wait, wait, that's eight. Yeah, so eight could sell these things. I think we're going to create our own little armory. Yeah, it's true. You just totally strapped us for the rest of this campaign. I did something, that's for sure. Um, so <laughs> Okay, I grabbed Charlie. And I'm assuming it's probably been like, what, a minute and a half, two minutes? Not very long. These guns are loaded, right? Like, come on. Yeah. That's true. Right? Yeah. Did you also, there's like some bullets in the corner. I'll assume that like you also I fill my bag up with bullets. Of, yeah. Bullets Whatever. and paperweights. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking heavy. Uh, yeah. So. Um, so I grabbed Charlie and I'm like, all right, this is it. This is how we get out of here. It's this or nothing. Let's go. Let's go to the lobby. Boy, bye. Later. Okay, so you find yourself in the lobby. You Are you aiming for any particular corner of the lobby? I would love to just show up right behind Delaney, like behind the, the desk. Yes. So I can like crouch down. Okay. Like Evan just did. Yeah, so you materialize in a small bang of displaced air directly behind the receptionist's desk. Um, Delaney is standing there looking panicked and like like waving people out the doors, you know, like, please, please, uh, single file. I know this is stressful. We haven't had one of these drills in a while, but please remember to stay single file. Um, keep your credentials on you so that I can check you in back in when you come. Because uh, I'm sure that this is, you know, I'm sure this is nothing. And she's like, oh, um, what are you guys doing here? Delaney. Aren't you for a meeting? Listen, Delaney, we don't have a lot of time. We grab her by each arm, like each like bicep, and usher her out, right? I was going to have like a moment with her. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, have a moment. I'll just be over here. Okay. <laughs> Delaney, listen, I don't know why, but like I feel like there's a connection here, and like I don't want anything to happen to you. I don't want anything to happen to all these people. We're not bad people. We're just here to set the, set the score straight. There is a bomb on the top floor. We need to get these people out, but mostly we need to get you out. Also, we didn't put the bomb there. We just, uh, no. Okay. These are bad men. They've hurt a lot of people. They kill people for a living. We need to stop it. Yeah, for money. Okay. You can come with us or you you don't have to, but I really wish you would. Okay. I'm, let's roll persuade an NPC. So roll with heart. I don't know. Let me see what I what I got going in heart. I have a zero in heart. Fuck me in the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> if she dies, can we like have some sad music for her? Yes. Four. A four? Fuck. Oof. Is seven a partial success? No, wait, we have four links. Yeah, you have four links. I mean, you he could boost it. A seven is a partial success, but he could like if you succeed, then it's only like plus one. Uh, to a roll. Uh, so he could only boost it to a five, which would still be a failure. Fuck me. Okay. Um, well, so, so much for that whirlwind romance I was hoping for. Yeah. Well, so she's looking, she's looking like she looks fairly with you up until the point where you say that there's a bomb on the top floor. And then she's just like her brain short circuits. She doesn't like, it's one of those things where she's not like angry. Even she just like, is going into shock. Like, and like literally she had assumed that this was some kind of a drill that she was like not informed of, which is unusual, but happens sometimes at this kind of company, um, doing the kind of business that they do. And like, when you tell her there's a bomb on the top floor, like she just, it like goes, her mind goes blank and she's like, um, uh, huh. 
and like sits back down in her chair and is like, is she's, she's like in shock. Um, so okay. if you want to like carry her out by force, you can, but she is like not, um, she's not going to like fight you, but she's also like not like, she's not like going to like actively help you right now. All right. Well, we can't leave her. Okay. Well, I you've guess been shot in the shoulder. I don't, I want to take her, but I don't want it to be like a kidnapping kind of scenario. No, no. All we have to do is drop her on the outside corner, right? Like. Yeah. So uh, you've been shot in the shoulder. I can pick her up. I'm sure that I could at least do that. Uh, and we can drop her off outside and get. How many minutes do we think it's been at this point? I'm assuming like two. Three. three. Two to three. Okay. I was going to say two and a half, three. Okay. So it's three minutes. Charles, you pick Delaney up and like a fireman's carry, I'm assuming. Or are you doing like, are you doing like Princess Bride arms in front? Or are we doing a fireman's carry? What's. Totally doing a fireman's carry. We just we just gotta go. We just yeah. gotta go. It's okay, much more practical throw. Um, while he's running her out, I'm like right behind him. But then I turn around, I pull a gun out of my waist belt, I point it towards the ceiling, and I fire off one shot to get the attention of everybody. And then I'm just gonna scream, "Get the fuck out of the building!" and run. All right, I'm kind of tempted to make you roll for like getting the to see. What? I'm not trying to convince anybody. I'm just making them aware and leaving. Yeah. I think that since you aren't trying to like convince anybody or get like a particular result aside from like getting people out, like you're not intimidating them into leaving. You're just getting them attention, right? I'm assuming that's that you're not like, yeah, I just feel like I have a feeling that if like people think this is a drill that they're like kind of meandering or whatever, I just want to put a little fire under their butts and then get the fuck out. Okay. So you are walking out the door, gun in hand, gun in hand. How did you guys get here again? My motorcycle. Okay. It's across the street, I think, at the cafe. Okay. Um, What are you going to do with her? Are you going to leave her on the sidewalk? Yeah, we're not taking her. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I would assume We're just putting her in somebody's scythe so she doesn't get, like, you know, exploded. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like the idea of, like, getting out of there to, like, the other side of town, but, like, keeping her. But not, like, in a kidnappy way. (laughs) Just to make sure she's okay. I'm attached to her, <laughs> but I don't want to be creepy. <laughs> I don't know. We can just leave her on the side of the road, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like, we can. We know her name. We can find her later. Also, you have a motorcycle that's got, like, a sidecar. It's not like the, it's not like a minivan. You know what I'm saying? I know, but you could get on the back and put her in the sidecar. Do you really want to do that? Do you really want to do that? Because it sounds like we're going to have to roll for that shit. No, well, you won't have to roll for it. I'm, that's, not, that's not why I was asking. I was just wondering what was going on because that's going to affect how things play out in the next few minutes. Um, if your motorcycle is within sight, uh, what happens is you are walking towards the motorcycle and you see someone is like leaning on it. They are looking super casual. They're wearing like nice, like workman style clothes. They're clean. They look like something that you would wear to like, you know, a physical job, but they're like cleaner than having been worn at a day of work so like suspenders shirt sturdy looking pants and he's got slicked back black hair blue eyes he looks kind of like uh what's his name sebastian stan the guy who plays bucky barnes um and he's like just leaning on your well you know what the listeners know what that means so (laughs) (laughs) they both just shrugged and looked at me listeners when i said the guy who plays bucky barnes come on what is that from captain america Oh, yeah, I didn't watch Captain America. He's Captain America's boyfriend. It was the second one, right? Yeah. The second Captain America? I never watched it. 
Well, he's in the first one, too. Well, well fuck me. So? Okay, so he's... Um, I mean, I'm, like, in this fucking mode right now. I'm just, like, about to blow up a building. Ooh. Oh, is that, like, Winter Soldier guy? Yes. That's what the second... <laughs> Captain America. Is I it? feel like we're we're playing a game of pop culture telephone right now. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, not important. Anyways, he's. Uh, I point my gun at him and I said, "Get off my bike." Yeah, and I think I feel like I whip out a gun and say, "Get the fuck off that bike," because I just about I we're we about to blow up a building. Like I'm in I'm in like no get mood. get the fuck out GTFO I'm in mode. No mood. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we gotta go. Um, do you fire or do you just... Just hold... I just want to point it at him. Okay. So, I'm going to have... I also feel like I'm still in, like, expert marksman mode because I roll for that. So, like, I... You know, like, he's yeah. going to get hit if I... If well, I, well, since you're both, like, what I'm thinking is... Since you're both talking to him together, you're going to roll plus blood. You can roll, like... One of you can roll and then you can assist the other or you can each roll separately. It's up to you. Six. You roll. Are you rolling? Am I rolling with links? Yeah. yeah. Four. Um, plus four. Okay. Yeah, so that bumps it up to a seven for this play hardball move. I'm on pins and needles. Sorry. Is she still on his shoulder? Uh, yep. Okay. That was why I that was why I asked. because um, it would affect this. Um <laughs> We just try to save this girl from like a bomb that's like nine floors up, but then she gets shot like on my shoulder and dies. That's like yeah, it's just gonna be in her butt. <laughs> like an old ass wound. So this guy just like looks at both of you. He stops twirling the pistol and like cocks it and shrugs. He's like, mm, I don't really feel like it. What's your deal, man? Why are you Why are you here? I'm here for the same reason that I do anything because I'm paid to be here and because. You both seem to have a vested interest in fucking with my employer and fucking with a lot of my jobs, actually. What's your name, pal? My name's Monty. Monty Amano. You motherfucker. And then I shoot him. Okay. Um, Roll with blood. Bex ain't got no patience. She hears that name and she's like, no, fuck this dude. There we go. Twelve. Damn. When I needed it. Here you go. Okay. You, how far away are you guys? You're like, what? Probably not super far. Like halfway across the street. We, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, exactly. Like we're within like loud talking distance. So I would say like on the yellow line in the middle of the street. Okay. Vex is <laughs> and shoots him. You get like a solid gut blow on this guy and he staggers back and kind of like looks at it and he's like, you know, I'll admit it. I... Uh, did not think that you had it in you and he cocks the gun and he goes to shoot back at you. I mean, I've got like a million guns. I'd like to also shoot. Yes. Well, you can, you can do that as he, so he shoots at Vex. You shoot at him. I'm assuming as he's like taking aim at Vex and shooting. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you can roll expert marksman. Mm -hmm. Um, Vex, I think the move that makes the most sense here for you is keep your cool. So, which is when things get real and you keep your cool, tell the GM what situation you want to avoid and roll with spirit. So, what's the situation that you want to avoid while this guy's, I'm assuming you want to... I want to get, get past shot. him. Yeah, get past him. I want to get past him and get on my bike. We have to take Delaney with us now because he might do something to her. Yeah, so you should probably avoid getting shot. 
I want to avoid getting shot. Okay. You can, yeah. And I'm about to shoot. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we can say, like, avoid getting shot, get past him is your desired outcome. Ten. Okay. You manage to dodge the bullet and you're, like, skirting around him. He's, like, trying to take aim again, but you are so far successful. He hasn't pulled off another shot while Charles is. <laughs> Five. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Can That's I roll links here. in that he's like, at the moment, he's like trying to, he's more paying attention to me. So can I roll links as like, that's. I don't think so. Just because I don't think so for this one okay. um, because of the way, just because of the sequence of events. So I rolled for expert marksman again. Cause I was in another room from where I was before. Is that right? Yeah. Well, cause it's a different, it's a different attack. You're attacking a different person. Yeah. Um, it's a different action. Possibly because Charles is concerned about you, or possibly because he has like an actual human being on his back. The shot that Charles um, takes at Monty goes wide. It goes wide. It actually dings off your motorcycle and hits the tire. You are running around behind him. In the meantime, like as he's he's like tracking you, and then Charles shoots at him, and the shot goes wide, which drags his attention back to Charles, and he gets off a shot at Charles and hits him for one harm. Well, if you've got any more magic, you should take the girl and go. No, you need to take your harm. What does that well, mean? Well, I'm thinking, so... Oh, you haven't been hurt yet. So you were going to take one harm. Okay, great. Um, okay, so-, so on your sheet, you want to do it with pencil. And that box for under harm, it says faint, I think. Yep. Oh, there it is, I see. So you fill it in, because that's your one, it's your counter. So am I at my bike now? You are behind him, like, probably like a couple feet away from the bike. The way I'm envisioning this is that, like, you manage to skirt around him. You're like, you're right here. Bike is right here. He's right here. Charles is right here. So I'd like to, I'd actually like to lay down just some cover fire. Like, I've got guns galore. I could just, like, shoot. Yeah. Shoot, 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 shoot. Right? So, okay. like. Um, well, I mean, each shoot is a roll. So, like. Well, if really? the intention is to, if the intention is to lay down cover fire, I think we can do, like, one roll with, like. A distraction. Enemy. Yeah. Well. You'll roll, so that would be an unleash roll. So roll your yeah. expert marksman, so you get to roll it with mind. Uh, Twelve and that's a two, crit. Four. Dang! High five, son. All right. So what's your goal here? I'm, you're like trying to get him the fuck away. Yeah, my, like, yeah, my yeah, my goal is to get him to peel off so we can peel off. Okay. Yes. So that's what happens. He gets one good shot at you, and Charles is like, "Well, fuck this noise." Um, pulls while still having somebody on his shoulder. Pulls out two guns and is going at it like old west style in the street um, with both hands. Monty was not expecting. 10 guns around your waistband sees the amount of guns that you have and the cover fire and just like ducks and runs is seeking cover in like a doorway or something down the street. Meanwhile, I jump on my bike and rev it up and I want to do like a turnaround come up and then get behind them. Okay. Um, and I say, we got to take the girl now. He could hurt her. He could do something to her. We got to take her. Done. Okay. So sidecar back seat. So throw her in the sidecar, jump on the back. Let's get out of here. I realize that I have a flat tire. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to fuck up my rim and then I'm going to. But luckily I have all of this rich people junk. I can 
Yeah, yeah. She did make out like a bandit. Well, so if Delaney was not in shock before, she definitely is now, having been shot at. In fact, she might have, like, the combination of, like, the shock from the bomb news and then being, like, shot at. Like, she might have just, like, passed out or something, um, fainted, especially being held upside down. Um, so she is, like, probably drifting in and out of consciousness as you guys pull off and I'm assuming with the gunfight you're not very far down the street when you hear the explosion and what is it what does it look like how much of the building does it take out well definitely the first two floors are just engulfed in yeah I feel like it was probably two floors but it's like one half of mm-hmm. like because if you imagine like we were at the reception we walked down pretty far on the down the hall so i feel like half of the half of the top two floors yeah are engulfed so like in sort of like the yeah. back like back half slash corner is it like a normal looking explosion or does it look it's fancy? like purple and blue fire i love it oh so it's telltales of magic mm-hmm. right yeah so you it goes off debris starts falling in the street there's like a little bit of a shockwave probably not a major one but like a little bit of a shockwave that you feel hits your back as you're driving away And the people who are standing on the street start screaming and running. There's like sort of a general mayhem and chaos. You're pulling away. Monty is somewhere back there in a door frame watching you go, holding his bleeding gut wound. And you guys just go back to the speakeasy? No, I don't want to take her back to... I don't want to take her... No way. No, we're not taking her back there. I do want to go to like a different area of town that's more of a seedy area and take her to like a coffee shop or something. We, we probably need Dolores because she's kind of like our medic. Delaney. Oh, Dolores. Here's my th- thing is I want to take her somewhere, sit her down, put some coffee in her and talk to her. Great. But you don't have to. I can just drop you off. No, I think that's fine because I also have a... I've been shot. You've both been shot. You've both been shot. You want to have this conversation. I. It's like the end of that Pulp Fiction. I think it's sort of like, I think, I think like some, some important objectives right here are like deniability and like alibi making. So if I could go off on my own while you do this thing, I could easily start laying groundwork for other things while you take care of that. Like you don't need me for the thing you're about to do. Yeah, no. So how do you split up if the motorcycle is with X? I think we get to like our side of town. So, it, so is this a CD? Are you, like, staying on the non-magical side of town, or are you going to the magical side of town looking for a coffee shop? Do we shop? live on the magical side of town? You live on the magical side of town. I think I could be the dropped speakeasy. off on the river. Yeah, the speakeasy I is... I stay just north of the river. Okay. I have a thought. What if you go back to the diner that we visited in the first episode, the Black Rabbit, um, which was the front for a speakeasy, and is... Oh, the one that... Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but I was like, it's kind of close to that warehouse. Like, it's, like, not super far, but if you're looking for, like, a... A the, place. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. I drop Charles off at the river and head to the Black Rabbit. Then I stash the bike somewhere. I don't want it out in the open. All right, that makes sense. So you stash That's why I was going to have Bugsy come and be like, here, kid, give yeah. him the keys. Okay, yeah. So you stash the bike behind some, like, trash cans in an alleyway or something? Does that sound... Or is that... Sure, where as long bikes? as it's, like, out of sight. Yeah, get it out of sight. Um, get into this diner and... You know, we see the same waitress that we saw way back in episode one, chewing gum and taking your coffee order. Are you getting food? Just coffee? Something stronger? No. I mean, just like, we're just sitting there having some coffee. I ask her, I'm like, 
do you need any food? I mean, you look a little bit faint there. Like, you might want to put some food in your belly. Yeah, you know, some bacon doesn't sound bad right now, actually. You have anything you want. So I, like, gesture the waitress over, and I put a gold pin on the thing, and I'm like, here you go. Get her whatever she wants. Okay. Yeah, I guess this will work. Uh, what What are you having? She orders... And while that's going on, we pull out and the camera catches up with Charlie. And what is Charlie doing? So while that's happening, I wanted to walk to my house, go through my things. And I wanted to see if there was a Skamama event happening. Skamama. Because what I need to do is I need to call a friend. And I need to put my name and Vex's name down on the list for a panel. Right? And we were there watching some skamama business stuff happen while this thing was happening. So when the cops come, we have an alibi. We were at an event together. If the cops come. Right. It's important to have an alibi. Thanks. I'm less worried about the cops coming and more worried about the other people from Baldwin, Pelts and Co. coming. No, that's fine. We don't need them both coming. That's true. No, I'm just, I mean, do, do no. you. Planner. Who do you call to help give this alibi? My man who couldn't get me a goddamn crossbow. Do you go in in person? I call him up. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he's like, oh, hey, hey, Charlie, I haven't heard from you in a while. What's up? Well, I went through the shop the other day and I was looking for a crossbow and I didn't find one. But that's oh, fine. Oh, yeah. I have, Sorry about that. I have, a, I have a favor to ask you. Yeah, what's that? You know I'm always good. Well, okay, so since... Uh, there was a there was a skamama meeting earlier today. I need you to put my name on the register book along with a plus one. Doesn't matter. Just my name plus one. That's it. Okay. Um, I think I can do that. That doesn't seem like a huge favor. Yeah, thanks. Don't yeah. think about it too much. Yeah. You know I don't. Thanks. Later. All right. Have a good night. And so Charles hangs up the phone. Click. Thank you for listening to Serendipity City. All of our player and cast information is in the show notes, along with the link to our community discord and other social media. This episode marks the last of Charlie and Vex's episodes for this season, and the next episode is the very last episode of season one. We'll be going on hiatus over the holidays while we work on season two. There's some content that might go up on the feed over December or January, but we aren't planning on resuming normal episodes or regular content again until February or March of 2019. If you have any questions for a Q&A episode, whether that's for me or the players, make sure to send them in and we'll see about doing one of those during the hiatus. Want to get an NPC named after you? In addition to becoming a patron, you can now also be entered in the NPC name lottery by tagging us on Twitter with a tweet about the show or writing your review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts and tweeting a screen cap at us. Don't forget to check out the Patreon to get sneak peeks, behind-the-scenes content, and other bonus stuff. We will have some bonus and behind-the-scenes stuff going up during the hiatus that will be delayed on the main feed or not shown to the public ever. If you're curious about any of that, make sure to take a look at the link in the description and also on our site at serendipitypod.com. Many thanks to patrons like Melody Burton and Ed Goforth for making it possible for me to spend more time on this. We're playing a combination of The Sprawl by Hamish Cameron and Urban Shadows by Andrew Medeiros and Mark Diaz Truman, with a few things added in here and there from Dungeon World by Sage Latora and Adam Coble. All of these are hacks of Apocalypse World. Sound effects and music were a combination of public domain and free to use with a full track list in the episode description and Battle Bards. 
Our next episode will go up December 11th. If you're enjoying the show, please consider rating and reviewing or telling a friend about us. That's the only way we can find new listeners. Thanks again for listening and have a great day. Podcast Advocate.network. That was all gold.